Yo, 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 Jazz, we ready to go? Let's get it. I want you to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Life of Liz. Let's go. Don't this moment's past you. Grab you a pet in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Don't let this moment's past you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Life of List. Thank you so much for hitting that play button. We really, really, really appreciate your partnership as we try to grow this life of bliss, family, community. In fact, if this is your first time listening, for some other reason, you skipped to episode 20 and you pushed play. Uh, I want you to go back and listen through uh, 1 through 19. But more importantly, I want you to go get the book. Even if you don't listen to the podcast, I want you to grab the book. If you don't have the book, you listen to the podcast. You're only getting part of the story. But I want you to become a part of the family. So, thank you so much for hitting that play button. And, um, yeah, let's jump in. Shout out to Possibility Studio. Thank you, uh, Paradigm Shift, for powering this, this uh, not only this episode, but this podcast. And shout out to Santiago, Jasmine on the ones and twos. Respect, much love. I appreciate your help. Today's episode is called, What's in Your Hand? What's in your hand? You know, before I jump in, I gotta jump back. I wonder what I gotta do to get you all to say that with me, too. Just like life of list. What do I have to do to get you to say, before I jump in, I gotta jump back? I don't know. We'll figure that out soon. Anyhow, I uh, started a mentorship program here in Oklahoma City uh, at one of our career techs. And it's a group of boys here in Oklahoma City that, for whatever reason, they have been uh, pulled or um, relocated from their home schools in this place. They do half a day here, and they do half a day in another place. Uh, they have something called um, their occupations, whether they want to be a mechanic or a welder or a nurse or an engineer, whatever it is. Uh, they are trying to take this non-traditional route to completing um, their, to getting their diploma, creating their high school career, but also finding job placement. And for whatever reason, they're here. And I absolutely love this group because they think differently, which forces me to connect and approach them differently, right? And so oftentimes I will use games to, to um, uh, kind of deliver a message or get a point across. Because what I notice is that when, when we connect in these ways, these, these young men, they uh, have this tendency of blaming others when they fail or making some sort of excuse of, I would have succeeded if I had this or, you know, whatever the case is. And so one of the things that I like to do is I like to use games to just kind of, uh, you, it's, it's symbolic of life. I, I believe games. When people say ball is life, I absolutely believe there's so much to learn through games and activities and experiential and discovery, learning and all those cool things. But this particular game that we were playing was dominoes, was dominoes. And that fit the theme, what's in your hand? Now, I really wanted them to know that uh, when you when you pull dominoes, for those of you that, that don't play dominoes, you shuffle up uh, uh, these, these dominoes. It's these little uh, marble tiles, and they have numbers on them. And when you flip them over, you connect them based on the numbers. You can get points based on the way that you connect them. And sometimes you can pull a really good hand, and sometimes you can pull what appears to be a bad hand. But what I was telling them is that uh, there's no good hand and there's no bad hand in dominoes. I know some people would disagree. But you just got to do the best with what's in your hand. 
I do another activity uh, with um, um, Waylon Cuban and Taylor Doe and Warren Pete. Um, when we go and uh, we we have this event called Man Up where we do these retreats and we take 20, 25, 30 boys overnight. We go into prisons. We do this really cool stuff. And we talk about the hand you were dealt. We use cards. In this case, I'm using dominoes. And what I'm trying to get them to understand is it does not matter what you've been dealt, it matters how you play it. Come on. That's that it does not matter what you've been dealt, it matters how you play it. There have been people that have been handed uh, a life of luxury and they they have millions of dollars at their disposal and they have uh maids and drivers and the finest foods and the biggest houses and the fanciest clothes, and they are absolutely a mess. They're rude. Um, they are not considerate. Uh, we know people that have the, the world at their fingertips, and based on whatever, they've lost it all. In fact, uh, we know that people that win the lottery tend to go absolutely bankrupt in a matter of years. We know people that have played professional sports and that are famous, that end up homeless. And, and we also, on the flip side, I say the flip side, comparatively, people that, that grew up with nothing, that become millionaires and billionaires or people who didn't have the best uh, home life that become the best parents or the people that uh, were homeless uh, who, who then own multiple homes, right? And so I say all that to say is that my whole point, and this for you today as well, that it doesn't necessarily matter. It matters. I understand. And let me pause there real quick. I'm not being dismissive of people's experiences. I'm not trying to say that uh, how you started or the situation that you're in right now, I don't want to dismiss that. Your experiences are valid. Your perspective is valid. It's yours. I don't have it. No one else does. You do. And there's lots of value to be placed on that. I don't want to dismiss whatever struggle or obstacle anyone has to overcome. What I've learned by working in education is that uh, the, the, the private schools have their own issues. The public schools have their own issues. The charter schools have their own issues. Everybody, no matter where you go, is dealing with something. So I don't want to dismiss anyone's uh, lived personal experience. But what I can say is that if you are determined to succeed, if you want to get out of where you are and you want to move toward a place that you want to be, then I think it doesn't matter what you have in your hand. What matters is your desire to get out of this place and into another. One of my kids, uh, one of my young men that I had in the, in the, the, uh, the mentoring group, he was someone that did not perform well in, uh, in, in the classroom. Uh, he had lots of social issues going on with his friends. He had lots of, uh, his family structure at home was unstable. Uh, and I sat him down and I said, hey, listen, right now you're just kind of spinning your wheels, man. You're working at these little fast food places and I know you don't want to be there. You're couch hopping from place to place. I know you don't want to do that. Um, he was actually on, on the verge of having a, a child in high school, right? The, the girl that he was with was pregnant. And I said, tell me five things that you want to do. Five things you want to do. And whatever five things you say you want to do after we settle on those five, I'm going to walk alongside you. I'm talking about this kid. Uh, I, I want to say he couldn't have been dealt a worse hand, but he, he had it pretty bad. He had it pretty bad. And I said, what do you want to do? He said, these, these are the five things I want to do. I want to graduate high school. I want to get my license. 
I'm going to get a car. I want to move out of my mom's house and I want to get my own place. Those are the five things that he said he wanted to do. Now, for him, he was shooting for the stars. He was like, get graduating, not my GED. I want to graduate high school. I want to get my license. He was like, how am I going to get a license? I don't have a car. My parents won't let me use their car. My friends, they won't let me use their car. How am I gonna, how am I gonna get my license? Then how am I gonna save up enough money to get a car? Then how am I gonna move out and get my own place? To him, he was thinking of something that was so far out, but he thought that way based on looking at what he had in his hand. He said, I don't have anything currently in my hand that would show me that I could have that. And I said, Oh, brother, you, you, you don't know. I can, I can look down the road and see so much potential and I can see the future in you and what you're aiming for isn't even far away. That's not even insurmountable, my dude. And I so I'm going to walk alongside with you. This guy, I would go and pick up when he was, he was late for, for school or when he was sleeping in, I would call him and we'd go pick him up and I'd bring him to school and i help him with his homework and, and uh, individually throughout Throughout the next two, three years, this kid graduated with his diploma, walked across the with his diploma. Not only did he graduate with his diploma, but I helped him learn how to drive. I helped him learn how to drive. Not only did I help him learn how to drive through my mentorship program, we were able to provide him a car. Not only that, he moved out of his mama's house and by working hard and saving money and partnering with other folks, he got his own place. Now, the truth of the matter is that sometimes that what's in your hand is not all you have access to. That's a word. Sometimes what I have in my hand is not the only thing that I have access to. I get to expand my hand. I get to expand what I have access to when I partner with other people. When I make, when I, when I say things with my mouth out loud in the company of others, it does two things. One, it adds a level of accountability. So when I say it around people who love me and who care for me, not only are they going to hold me accountable to that, but number two, it puts it out in the atmosphere for somebody or something to catch and help me uh, get it or help push me towards it. Or they have some expertise or some sort of connections that can get me from where I am to the next. So oftentimes it's a narrow perspective when we're looking in our hands only at what we have. When I build partnerships and relationships, not only do I get access to, to, to what they have, but I, I get access to what uh, to the people that they're connected to, to the resources that they're connected to. And so I, I told my, my, my mentee, this young man, that I help get his, his diploma, move out of his mom's house, get his own place, get his license, and get a car. I said, hey, man, listen. I said, I, I helped you along the way. But, bro, you did the work. You did the work. You know how hard it is to leave home? You had to leap, brother. You had to leap. You went and found your own place. You did all the pricing. You found a roommate. You, you made the budget. You did that, bro. I didn't pay for that. I didn't pay for that. And, and when, when I shared your story of wanting to learn to drive and getting your, uh, your, your, uh, your diploma and leaving mom's house and finding a place on your own, the people who heard your story through me, they were eager to support your efforts. And so they bought books and they poured into the mentoring program, which allowed you, my friend, to have this truck. It all went into a, 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 a process, a pot, and he got access to things that wasn't even his. So why am I saying that? I went all the way around the block to get next door. I'm telling you, when you are looking 
at what you have in your hand access to, I want you to look outside of what you believe are in, is in your immediate vicinity. Sometimes people look in their bank accounts and they're like, oh, I don't have the money to do so-and-so, right? Or they look at their wardrobe and they say, oh, I don't have the, the means to dress this way. Or, or they, they look at uh, their, their children and they want their children to be these great things, but they're looking at who they currently are and they're like, oh, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. You're looking at your marriage or your, your romantic relationship and it's not currently what it is now what you see now is not what you want it to be, but, but you have access to so many different things that will help you be a better parent, that will help your child get to where they want to be, that will help your romantic relationship evolve and advance. If you, if you have a little bit of money, then you can be creative with your wardrobe. And if you're trying to do some things financially, then maybe you can crawl your way there, partner with people that can help you arrive at the destination uh, that you want to be. So I say all that to say, I don't want you to be discouraged by what you see in front of you. Those are simply an opportunity and obstacles to overcome. You have the ability to do it. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to think big, to dream big. Don't be stifled and muffled by what you see at the tip of your nose. I want you to step back, set goals, and then start to look at what's in your hand. Whatever's there is a start. Wherever you are, whoever you're with, whatever you're doing, start there. Start there. It's okay to start small, right? Don't despise small beginnings, right? It's a quote from one of my favorite books. Don't you despise small beginnings. Start there and move forward. And the best way to do it is by looking at what's in your hand. I want to encourage everybody. Don't be discouraged. Don't be muffled. Dream big. Think big. Aspire to do big things. But once you, you look at what you have, I want you to look around you and see what everybody else has and see what you have access to. Because I think your hand with the person next to you and the person next to them, I think you could do some really great things. But you got to be realistic. Dream big, but be realistic. And that starts by looking what's in your hand. Thanks again for listening to another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire, powered by Paradigm Shift, recorded in the Possibility Studios. Signing off until next time. Don't let that small moments pass you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Throw down. Live you a life of list.